you better tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Better tell him, Tina. Tina, you better tell him. Tell him, Tina. Mm. You better tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Girl, you better tell him, Tina. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Tell Him, Tina Podcast. Hello, it's me. I'm just playing. Hey, y'all, welcome to Tell Him Tina Podcast. I missed y'all. I decided I was just going to come on in and let's do a recap of the year. This has been, you know, a tough year. And I was going to, you know, do something like do a little timeline of all the things that happened. But hey, guess what? We was here. We lived and we know what went on. We had a lot of police brutality. A lot of people realizing that white privilege is real. Clap it up for y'all. Um, people rediscovering themselves. People showing themselves who they truly are. Um, showing people who they are, whether you want to mess with them or not. Um, some of us lost people this year, had death, tragedies due to COVID. Um, our plans for the year, the year 2020, the vision, the dream, we was going to have it all together and womp, womp, womp. Here come COVID, the piss in our cereal. Didn't it do it? It threw us off. And I remember COVID kind of ramping up and I was in Guatemala City. I remember talking to my, uh, some of my coworkers and I'm like, what you think they're going to do? All of a sudden they sent us home. What's next? Nobody's traveling. Nobody's doing anything. We got to stay in the house and quarantine. What? I'm supposed to go to these different countries this year. I, I'm really supposed to be traveling on the country, on, on the company's dime. Um, I was supposed to be in Japan and all this good stuff. But y'all, 2020 was not what I thought it was going to be. But I think we all learn valuable, valuable lessons. And so I was like, let me see some of the things that I learned um, from 2020. And I was in the shower and it hit me. And, and I said, you know what? Some of the people that's close to me and who has kept me afloat, let me see what lessons they learned in 2020. Because I couldn't have been the only one. We all was going through struggles. Our cups were empty. Sometimes we couldn't pour it to each other. It was tough, y'all. It was the battlefield of the mind. And sometimes my mind roundhouse kicked me. Um, if I could be honest with you all, depression is real. It's always been real. I was a little depressed this year. Um... And I didn't realize it. I mean, I kind of knew, but then I didn't know. But this year, when the virus hit the first, you know, when the virus first came, my job offered a three-month leave with pay. I was like, if I could do a little three-month leave with pay, why not? You know, I don't know what their COVID protocols is. Everybody's trying to figure it out. But if you're going to pay me, I'm going to take this time off and let y'all figure it out. Best three months. Who can really take three months off from their job and get paid from it? Not a lot of people, so I just wanted to get the experience. I learned a lot in that time. I had a lot of quiet time. You know you really couldn't go anywhere, and that was cool. Um, but 
Life is for companionship. Life is to have somebody. So y'all already know how I feel about that. Um, then there was talks of getting furloughed. Furlough? What? What you mean, God? Furlough? What's that F word? Y'all, for real, I couldn't even say the word furlough. When I first, when they first started talking about that there may be furloughs, I was like, uh-uh, don't say that word around me. In Jesus' name, we ain't getting furloughed. I prayed for this job. I prayed for this job so that God can let me see the world on the company dime. And he going to take it away? How dare he? Right? Y'all, whether I wanted to say the F word or not, it happened. I got furloughed. What? I haven't not had a job in years. Been working since I was like 16. I mean, technically, I was working since I was like, I don't know, eight. Because I went to the fruit grows with my family to try to pick some fruit. But I was really there for my sandwich that they had made. And I really just sat on the bucket for most of the time until they was ready to come to ready to go home. I knew that wasn't a job for me. Um, I knew that wasn't a job for me. Manual label, that wasn't a job for me. But me being a flight attendant, that was the job for me. I can go into work and I can leave it when I'm done. I could go see my family when I want. I mean, Life is good. Life is grand. Yes, I could come on a trip. My flight ain't that much, you know. Man, we got furloughed. And I'm like, all right, God, I don't know what you're doing, but obviously you're trying to push me. You're trying to do something. And God pushed me. He pushed me into tapping into my talents, um, different talents that I had. He pushed me. Ooh, he pushed me. Um, it was tough being over here by yourself, you know, in this pandemic, can't really go anywhere. Me and the grocery store, we I was in that thing. If I got COVID, it was from the grocery store in the beginning. I was cooking. I, I done got good in the kitchen, y'all. Shoot, I even made sweet potato pies at Crummel, and they was so good, okay? They was delicious, Almost tastes like my grandma's, but y'all didn't hear that from me because I don't want nobody begging me to make them a sweet potato pie. That was just one time that I made it, and it happened to turn out good. Can't say I'm, I could do it twice. Um, But so I lost my job. I went home for like a month and a half um, or maybe just a month, and even being home, I was like still kind of good, but I wasn't really figuring out what I'm going to do next. I say, well, they still paying me. So I don't know. So in October, that's when they furloughed us. I went to, I had, I still had my birthday dinner and I saw my stepmom and she said, child, you'll be all right. She said, I lost my job before and God blessed me even more. He blessed me so much. When I tell y'all God has been blessing me, I have not struggled financially. God has blessed me to be a blessing to other people. Um, God has just been good in this time. Um, I think I kind of ran from him, so I've been feeling off balance and just not feeling like myself. So it's like, you know, God has been keeping me, although I haven't been able to tap into him like I want to. 
So through all of that, I mean, I have learned a lot. I have grown. I have been stretched. Um, I really wanted to travel a lot, but you know, people kept saying, you better start acting like you furloughed. You better start acting like you ain't got no job. And I said, yeah, you know, that's pro- you probably right. I should start acting like I ain't got no job. But y'all, this is funny to me. I was looking for jobs. I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead on here and look look for me a little job. Listen, what these, what these folks be trying to pay for the type of work you they trying to get you to do? Uh-uh. Somebody said they hire and get the Starbucks. Huh? Hiring, they got good benefits. But, baby, that pay I'm bringing home ain't enough for the lifestyle I like to live. So I was looking at other jobs. And then one job said 40 plus. It was the plus sign for me. I said, oh, that means that we could work more than 40 hours a week. Ooh, that's a lot. See, I'm used to working like 15 hours a week. It's really more than 15, but technically what I'm getting paid for is 15. And the money's good. And the work is a little bit less. You just be a little jet lag. I looked at them jobs. I had to close my computer. I say, something don't sit right with me, Lord. So I said, I'm going to have to start my own little business or something. Do something. Started my own little business. But I started looking for different streams of income. Because you got to have different streams of income, I've learned. I put all my cookies in one basket. And they got ate up. Thank God for savings. But I never had to touch my savings, so that was a blessing. But um, anyway, 2020 has taught us so, so, so much. And if you didn't feel like, oh, I didn't start that business, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, baby, if you still here and you still mentally okay, you did it. Because mentally, it was a battle. Mentally, it was a battle for a bunch of us, even some of my friends, it's like we all came up for breath this week and was like, man, we haven't really talked to each other. And everybody said our cup was empty. And I said, you know, I feel like we sometimes separate from people when your cup is empty and you don't have anything to pour into them or pour into yourself. And I can't be good for myself, so I know I can't be good for you. We just going through the motion on the phone. That's not what we do. We don't go through the motion on the phone. So um, my discovery of being depressed, because, you know, depression is frowned frowned upon. How come you can't get out of bed? How come you can't shake this? How come you, you, you don't even know you in it sometimes. You just... It's a dark hole, and, and you're trying to find your balance, and you don't know where you lost it. But when I tell y'all I was free-falling, I was free-falling, and I would hit a cloud and have a little sense of security, and then, boom, that cloud would give away, and I would fall again and be free-falling. But, excuse me, the reason the cloud fell from underneath me, I feel, is because what I was tapping into to get my mental back right was only temporary. Um, it was very temporary. And in that time, I went home this week. I went home last week. I was home for my brother-in-law's birthday and I was home from Saturday to Saturday. I meant Friday to Monday or something like that, um, of the following week. And 
I found myself getting irritated, not really enjoying my family like I always do. Um, just doing extra stuff for others was an issue. Um, and that's not normally like me. I was off. I wanted to take naps and sometimes I couldn't. So that was bothering me. But it was still keeping me afloat. And I realized like, man, I am really low on the charge. And I need to go home and recharge and thank God that I can still fly. So I came on back home. I'm home for mm, a day and a half, two days. That's how it used to be when I was working. Um, But I had to come home and recharge and figure out what's really going on with me. What's the root of this disconnect that I'm having? I'm detaching. I'm disconnected. What is going on? So I'm a little more recharged. I feel better today. Um, Let me tell y'all what I learned, though. The biggest thing that I learned um, is that routine is key. In the beginning of the pandemic, I was striving and thriving because I had a routine. I would wake up every morning um, fix me some breakfast, work out at 11, sit down, do some stuff on the computer, try to figure out what I want to do next. Cause now, um, oh, this was in my three month break from work, but I needed a routine. I need structure. I know I need structure. So that is very important. Having a routine, having structure when everything is out of your house, even if you're working from home or you don't have a job, you got to find routine, maybe read a book, Get your mind to flowing because I've been doing a routine for the past two to three days and I feel good. I mean, the way I'm accomplishing things, I got to incorporate more breaks, but too long of a break, I'm going to feel like I need a little nap. But anyway, I want to tell you all what I have learned, what I have realized from 2020. Whenever I get finished with mine, I say, let me tap into these beautiful people that I know and I talk to often. Um, that, that has a good mind and really self-reflects and is on a good spiritual journey to being a better them every day. And I know they working on it cause I talked to them and, um, I'm not going to read it in any particular order. I told everybody, I said one, send me one thing that you realize they all sent me about five. And I realized God said, somebody need to know this. Somebody need to hear these realizations. Um, and so I'm just going to read it in no particular order. Um, I'm going to read mine. And then I'm going to um, go into what my friends said. And, and I want to tell them again, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing with me. Thank you for sharing your heart. Because this year was hard. And sometimes it wasn't fair. But you got to have your people and you got to love on your people. So the first thing I learned was routines are key routines are the thing that can save you from going down the rabbit hole and realizing you at the bottom and you didn't even take your flashlight or your phone is on 10 five percent and you can't turn on that light you got to be very mindful of what you do down there but you didn't know that you was getting to the bottom of the rabbit hole so routines are key um Looking at things from different perspectives is important. Um, when I lost my job, I had to dig deep and say, man, God, what, what are you trying to do? Like, why are you shaking me up? Everything was gravy. I'm teaching bias classes. 
you know, I'm, I feel like I'm making a difference. I'm getting better every day. I'm being challenged. What, what, what's going on, God? What's going on? Why would you do this to me? And then I had to change my perspective. I talked to different people, different people in my circle. Hey, this is temporary. Sometimes God got to make you uncomfortable to move you to the next phase, to make you see a deeper you, help you find a purpose. Because you already know everybody got a purpose and you're here for that reason. So different perspectives. Sometimes it's not a bad day. It's a bad moment. You know, you can't just let these different moments take over your whole day, your whole life. It could hold you back. Change your perspective. Somebody hurt you, you know what? They probably don't know any better. You know, they probably don't know what's going on. You know, they probably don't even know why they out here hurting somebody. But they probably hurt. So you know what? I could give them a little pass. Um, My next one I learned was a solid cir- circle is greatly needed. Like everybody needs at least three to four solid people around them. I don't care what you say. I don't need nobody but me. You're lying. You're lying because when you say you don't need nobody but you, you be miserable. You still long to want to tell somebody what's going on. I'm so thankful for people checking up on me, even days where I didn't even want to answer. You know, they still called the next day, and I'm appreciative of that. You know who you are. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think that 2020 was a year to focus on yourself. Focus on what makes you happy. Focus on what you want, what you need. You know, I think 2020 was a year of focus. And that means focus on you. Because some things, it ain't about other people. It's about you. It, it's about your actions, your reactions, what you're doing. It's all about you, boo. Okay, I don't know why I just did that, but it came out kind of nice. Um, and I think it was a year to focus on like your boundaries, your non-negotiables. Um, when you know better, you do better. So, am I really trying to hang out with people who's not in alignment with my future of what I want or what I need? You know, it it was the year vi- yeah, vision focus. Get get that focus on you. Because once you heal you, you can control everything that comes with it. Um, My favorite book I read this year is, um, oh, my goodness, I am drawing a blank. It is all about, it's called All About Love. Oh, my goodness. Y'all going to kill me. I don't know the name. The Bell Hooks. Lord, a mind is a terrible thing to waste, y'all. My favorite book was. I read this year was by Bell Hooks and it was called All About Love. It changed my perspective on love and, and what love is. Love isn't just a feeling. And one of the most profound things that stood out to me that really helped me is that love and confusion cannot operate in the same space. Love you're sure about. Love you. You, you felt love. I, I pray you have. Love from God, love from your family, love from your friends. It doesn't operate in confusion. When you start feeling confused, like, I don't know if this person's really for me. I don't know if the way they treat me is is right or good enough. 
love and confusion cannot operate in the same room. So that made it easy for me to step away from certain people and certain things that brought me confusion and stuff like that. So bell hooks all about love. I really, really encourage you all to read it. If you can't buy it, ask somebody to buy, I'm just playing, hit me in my inbox. I am more than happy to cash app you or send the book to you. Not too many of y'all can only bless a few. Okay. Cause God be blessing me so I can bless y'all. I, that's how much I stand behind that book. Um, love comes with understanding, understanding that the person may not have all the tools that you have to prosper yet. They don't have it yet, but they're learning. So love is, is having patience too, right? And love is holding yourself accountable. Let's roll into accountability. I realize I need accountability, y'all. I need to hold myself accountable. I need the people around me to hold me accountable. If you can't hold a mirror up to me, and I can't hold the mirror up to you and hold you accountable. We, we, what are we doing? We can't grow. We can't be better. So accountability is the thing. It hurts. It stings. Oh, it stings sometimes when you ain't ready. But if you're aware and self-aware and care about others, you going to enjoy that accountability. You can't do nothing but be great. So require accountability required that you're going to give it out and some, and, and you got to give it, get it back. Okay. Um, energy is important. Um, you have to give good energy. You got to protect the energy. You got to ration it out. So you're not left on empty. I mean, energy is everything and you got to protect it. I remember I said, dang, man, you got to protect your energy and protect your peace. Once you start learning these things and you get the peace and you get the balance of your energy and how to give it out, take it and stuff like that. You never stop protecting it. You never stop doing it. It's a constant every day. I want to put out positive energy in around me and in my space. So I have to do the things that keep me positive, like my routines, right? Um, my biggest, my biggest challenge has been discipline, knowing that I haven't had much discipline this year since everything just kind of been haywire. So I got to tap back into that discipline will take you a long way. Okay. Discipline will have you doing things that you didn't even know you could do. All right. Cause you just want to stick with it. I'm disciplined enough to be consistent to keep coming back to this. I'm going to master it. I want to be the best. I want to know the best. Um, I learned that if somebody asks for help, don't drag your feet, do it with the same energy that you would want it, want somebody to do it for you or that you would do it for yourself. Um, I know a lot of people have been sick this year. Some people got COVID. You can't leave your house, stuff like that. That's when your people got to step up. If they call you and say they need something, I say you act like you 911. The ambulance, the ambulance, I know how to say it. Um, you act like you 911, you go help them. Not to where it's stripping you, but you still go help them, right? Like sometimes you need other people. And when you tap into that and somebody asks for help, know that it wasn't easy. It's not always easy to ask for help. And 
put their tail between their legs to ask for help. When somebody asks you for help, I think you should open your heart, open your mind, and do it with a good heart because it's not easy to ask for. Like, I have to remember to ask for help. You can't do it by yourself. That's why God put you on this earth with other people. The people in your life is for, supposed to help you. Yeah, You ain't supposed to do everything by yourself, bag lady, bag man. Um, I learned when it comes to building your own business and doing something for you that you want to sell or build a brand. It ain't like a nine to five. Like if I don't go this many days, I'm gonna get this many points and I'm gonna get fired. Um, I know I got to be there on time and stuff like that. Can't nobody motivate you like you can motivate you. If it's not in you, you ain't going to do it. There was a lot of times where I'm like, man, I need to work on my business and I took a nap. I'm thinking there's no consequences, but it is a consequence. Why wouldn't I hold myself accountable for my own business like I do for somebody else's business going to this job, right? So you got to motivate you. Your friends can say, I know you could do it. I know you could be great. But listen, if you ain't got it in you to be motivated, you ain't going to do it. So I had to motivate myself. Get on up. Do something with yourself. Get on up. When you when you, when I wake up, I get up now. I put on some clothes so I don't come to this couch and lay down. I get up and I meditate now. Um, I know I need these for my mental space. Okay? Um, I learned that when people show you who they are, believe them. Believe them the first time because the second and third time they can hurt you. Um... So when people show you who they are, believe them. When people say, you know, I don't know, I got a temper. Don't be trying to push them till that temper comes up. Now you got a black eye. Believe them. Don't be shocked when they punch in, you know, hurt you or something because they told you what it was. So when people tell you who they are, believe them. It'll, it'll, it'll stop some heartache. But you have to be in tune with yourself and, and with your intuition for that as well. Um, another one I learned is don't, don't be in a hurry with God. And what I mean by that is when you're in a hurry with God, you can't hear him. You can't see him or feel him because you're so quick to be like, Hey God, go ahead and bless me. Um, with that loan that I'm trying to get, or God bless me with this. And God might be like, man, don't get that loan. Save up first. I got other blessings coming for you. You don't have to go in debt to do this, but you are hurrying God. And I be trying to hurry God into doing the things that I need. So I get ahead of him and I try to help him, but I'm just hindering me. I'm hindering him, you know? Oh, I ain't hindering God. You can't hinder God. He going to do his thing. He just wait for you to learn, but you can't be in a hurry with God. You got to sit there, spend time with him, be intentional. I be in a hurry with God. Like when I wake up in the morning, good morning, God, please forgive me of my sins, you know, go through the motion. But I really need to spend into intentional time with him. Um, my next one is tap into your creative side. You never know what talent you may find over there. I think as adults, we stop daydreaming. We stop using our imagination. We think, oh, man, I can't draw. I can't write. Um, I can't make what they make, man. If you don't get on that TikTok, TikTok is full of information. 
TikTok will have you doing things that you didn't even know you could do. Tap into that creative side. Go over there and float and enjoy it. Enjoy what you can do with your hands, your talents. You could probably even make income off of it. But we all have a creative side some kind of way. It could be music. It could be drawing. It could be dancing. It could be doing a podcast. It could be, you know, you got a green thumb for plants because, you know, I don't kill the aloe plant. They say it's hard to kill the aloe, aloe plant. Well, I begged it if I had killed them. I had killed them dead, y'all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my snake plant is thriving. So I, I, that's a different creative side. I like having plants in my house. I just feel so grown. You girl is grown. Um, whoo, this was the biggest lesson. Cause when I tell y'all I used to disrespect money, I still kind of do, but I, I got a little respect for it. I got more respect for it than I ever did. But this pandemic, how people have lost their jobs, probably losing houses on government assistance on unemployment. You got to respect your money. You got to respect your money like you would respect your employer and show up every day. You got to pay yourself. Savings is the key. Do not put all your eggs in one basket. Do not just think because I need it, I got to go get it right now. Boy, you got to have some discipline. And be around some people who who respect their money where they say no sometimes. No, nah, we don't really need that. Oh, no, nah, I ain't going out to eat with you. Even though they may have it, but they know that I want to spend my money somewhere else or this this is not as important. Do y'all know how many times I said this year I got food at home? Never thought I'd see today. I got food at home. But lately I've been eating out. I just, I don't know. I just enjoy food. I can taste every every single different flavor. Um, Do what you need to make yourself happy. In the pandemic, people were shaming people. Why are you going out to eat already? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You don't know what these people need. They probably was going crazy in their house. And if they didn't step out when they opened it up a little bit, they were going to go crazy. So let do what makes you happy. Do what you got to do for your mental space and your mental well-being. Um, I've learned that it's easier to apologize than I thought. I don't mind it no more. Because my intention is never to hurt you intentionally. My intention isn't to speak to you hard or in a bad tone. So if you hold me accountable and check me, hey, I'm a-okay with it. Um, and my last one that I learned, and I don't like it, is my ability to detach. And that's what I'm going to work on next year is to figure out what is what is the deep-rooted issue with that. Why Why is that? Why, why do, why, I know it's a defense mechanism. It's like I go back to being a little girl. Boy, I could detach. You ain't going to hurt me. Mm-mm. If I feel like you might have the power, I might detach. I don't know when it's going to come up, but I'm going to work on it. And so I have to hold myself accountable for my ability to, to detach because God ain't finna bring me somebody and he make me mad and then I have to detach. I be trying to detach from him and run him off. So, yeah, I'm going to work on that. Y'all pray for your girl. Y'all think about what y'all want to work on, too. Um, oh, and the main one is to, that I learned today, is to trust your, um, not today. I've been new this. Trust your instinct. It's like our spiritual navigator. Like, trust your instinct. Like, 
Go with your first mind. Your second mind going to trip you up every time. If you feel like, you know what, I don't feel too comfortable in this place. I don't know what it is. I just don't feel comfortable. I think we should leave. Then you hear later that the place got shot up or something bad happened, you know, but that's your instinct. And watch them red flags with your instinct. You know it's a red flag, but sometimes we want what we want. I told my sister, I say them red flags get ate up by them butterflies when we be in a fool but y'all didn't hear that from me i done said that before but trust your instinct get so in tune with yourself ooh, and being self-aware that you know when something is off and you know when it's not in alignment with you and it causes confusion in your own wanting you got to get your peace back right so trust your instinct so now I am done. That is what I learned. And y'all, when I tell y'all that what my friends shared with me, bless me. Y'all, it blessed me. And I'm going to read it verbatim what they said um, because they truly blessed. They truly blessed your girl. So I'm going to start in no particular order. Um, this one happened. I had a couple that happened to cap um, happen over the phone, um, just kind of chit-chatting. And my friend said, your life is not for you. It's to benefit someone else. You are here to help others. It's our purpose to give and to be selfless. Um, the act of life is not about you. It's the individual. And the way that she broke it down was that, you know, you have to give unto others. You have to show kindness to others. And she was saying how she has a family and she have to realize that she has to be selfless. Some things that she doesn't want to do, she have to do it. So your life is to bless others. You have kids, you have to take care of them. Um, you have to think about that later on in life as well, because how you take care of yourself today is going to be a reflection of the future. So if you are doing drugs, them hard drugs, them hard drugs okay you're doing drugs and drinking every day not working out you know knowing you got diabetes and you're diabetical and your health is bad on the back end your kids got to take care of you somebody got to take care of you and you putting in, putting yourself in a position to lean on somebody else it's one thing to take care of you if you're not sick but it's a different kind of burden to take care of somebody who is sick um Let's let's be honest. It's hard to take care of a sick person. They're not children. I mean, they kind of revert back to children, but they don't had life lessons. But you have to be mindful because your life is not about yourself. Every action has a reaction and it's cause and effect. So I really like that. Life is about being selfless because you ever meet them people would be like, I ain't doing nothing for nobody. I ain't doing nothing for nobody. They be so miserable. You know you want to help somebody. Your first instinct is like, I got, you know what? I ain't going to help you. You have to think about not helping somebody. You know you should help them. Um, here's the next one. Remembering myself first to stop um, focusing on what has, to stop focusing on the minor thing or the people. Um she said it has brought her answers about herself and her life. Since she started to love herself, I've learned more about, she said she's learned more about herself and what she liked. 
Sometimes you got to tap into yourself, you know, learn about you. You want to learn about everybody else. Learn about you. Learn what makes you tick. Um, here's another one that was over the phone. She's my friend said, you have to pour into people that pour into you. <laughs> and for some reason she added this because niggas ain't shit but hoes and tricks. <laughs> Bless them. But you really do. She said, you have to pour into people who pour into you because those are the ones who really matter. Those are the ones who say that you matter as well. So that's important because you can miss out. You chasing behind somebody that ain't chasing behind you. And you know the motto I live by. My grandma said it best. Don't fool with nobody who don't want to be fooled with you. All righty. And so I got another one. Um, accountability. See, some of these things we're going to hear twice, but I think they need to be um, reiterated, honestly, because we all have learned this year. So number one was accountability. To hold herself accountable and others accountable and that she needs accountability. Um, I'm responsible for how I react and respond to conflict. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, you dictator. I feel like if you don't take responsibility for it, you give everybody else power that you react into. They, they got the power and now you're a puppet. Because they they are they are they got the responsibility of how you react to the conflict and how you respond to it. The other one was let go of things you can't control and foster cultivate the blessings you have. Ooh, y'all, this is blessing me again today. Let go of things you can't control and foster cultivate the blessings you have. If you focus on what you don't have, you'll never see what's right in front of you. They say the grass is green where you grow it. Um, <laughs> Number four, she said, when all else fails, fuck them. Sometimes it be that way. And excuse me for the ones who don't like the cussing, but hey, when all this fails, fuck them. Because sometimes they already done said, fuck you. Um, the last one was, I can't make anyone happy when I'm not happy with myself. I must always make myself happy. That's my responsibility. It is your responsibility to make yourself happy. Because at the end of the day, you can't put that pressure on somebody else. How can I make you happy and you don't even know what you want? All right, moving on to my next friend. Number one, she said, your mind is the most beautiful, powerful machine you can manifest anything. Let me run that back to y'all. Your mind is the most beautiful, is the most powerful machine you can manifest anything. Who does the word? And y'all know how I feel about manifesting. You can manifest anything, and I learned that I I I, I manifest bad. On you know, like I would get myself back to good energy, but deep down, you know, the bad thoughts was coming in, and I I had to figure it out. Um, number two for her was mental stillness is a craft few will master. Who that's a word too, y'all. You gotta know how to be still in your thoughts. So that sometimes people say, man, my brain never stops. It comes a mile a minute. But you could stop that. You could practice that mental stillness because your mind running a mile a minute ain't normal. That ain't okay because you used to it. That's not the life you're supposed to be living. 
when my mind, when my mind runs a mile a minute, you know what I do? I take a nap. I got to reset that mind because it, it's getting out of hand. Number three for her was I can control. I can only control my response. And we went over that. I don't know. Somebody over here must need that. I can only control my response. Num- number four is celebrate your milestones. Oh, I really and truly believe in that. Celebrate your milestones because it wasn't an easy tack. Tack. I think that's so important because it keeps you motivated. Um, my sister checked me last night. I said, yeah, I've been studying for that little real estate. She said, stop saying that. Stop diminishing what you're doing. So celebrate the milestones. Yeah, I'm studying for real estate. And I'm going to be the best one out there. That's what I be. And that's how I got to go back to. Um, You can manifest anything. So if I think I'm going to be the best, I'm going to be the best. And number five, she says she got it from a daddy, y'all. Keep your foot on a motherfucking necks. Don't let up. Keep that pressure on people so they don't underestimate you. It's time to show out. You done did all this work to be the best you could be. It's time to show out on these folks. All right, next friend. These are good now. She said, I learned that I can be the most amazing human being in the world, and I still won't be someone's cup of tea. She even gave me a 1A. See, these these people smart. But I will be someone's shot of Henny, and that's okay with me. Listen, everybody could love you, but sometimes it throw you off when people don't when people don't vibe with you. And I feel like when people don't when you're not somebody's cup of tea, sometimes I feel like it's because you're you're a reflection of them, of the insecurity of what they wish they had or what what they wish they wanted. But hey, I like Henny. I like Henny, friend. Two, realize how important discernment is and why I shouldn't give everyone grace. Ain't that a word? Discernment means you got to tap into yourself and it goes back to trusting your intuition. I literally, number three was, I literally can't have anything I want in this lifetime. It's up to me to make the best of the cards that I am dealt. Ooh, ain't that the truth? Y'all ever play spades and you and your partner, y'all barely getting by, but y'all win their hand. Listen. You got to know how to make the best best decision with the cards you're dealt. Number four is continue to live life to the fullest no matter what. This year really taught me how precious life is that I can literally be gone tomorrow. Mm. Ain't that the truth? Ooh, that, taught, that taught me that too, y'all, because I like to travel, and that was snacks for me. I had to, hey, find joy in different things. And number five, be more... Be more open-minded with my friends when I don't agree with their thoughts and actions. Speak it to the choir. I had to learn that because you, if you're going to be my friend, you're going to have to be my friend through my dumb moments too, you know? And I was on that opposing end, like, man, them dumb actions. Why are you doing it? All right. Um, The next one is... Number one, everybody's learning. These are good, and I still got more. My thoughts and words are powerful. Number two is, I am the only 
one responsible for attracting what I want. And I also have the power to attract what I don't want through negativity and fear. Ooh, negativity and fear will get you in a whirlwind. It will mess you up. Me and fear stay fighting. I mean, we, we stay at it. Number three, to accept life's unpredictable twists with as much poise and po- as possible because I know everything works out in the grand scheme of things. I'm going to run that back to y'all because I chopped and screwed it. To accept, life's <laughs> to accept life's unpredictable twists with as much poise as possible because I know everything works out in the grand scheme of things. Don't it work out and we be over here sweating about to die trying to run everything. Number four, to practice being so present in every moment that I can more clearly receive my messages from God. Ooh, I likes that one. Y'all, why I'm reading this thing like I ain't never read it before. But sometimes you have to reread things. That's why they say reread the book, reread Bibles. You know, you have to reread things for understanding. I'm going to read that again. To practice being so present in every moment that I can more clearly receive my messages from God. Don't be in a hurry. Be present. Pause. Number five, how to channel what I want through visualization during sex. I don't know what that means, but I support your friend. <laughs> I ain't even asking her to expand and to, and she said metaphysics is real. I learned firsthand several times. And she said she forgot one to top it all off. She learned how to roll a blunt. Go head on with your bad self. A lot of people turn to weed during this pandemic. You ain't working that job where they randomly drug testing you, taking away the fun. So a lot of people done turn to the marijuana. Mm-hmm. I ain't judging you. <laughs> Go ahead and touch Pluto if that's what you got to do. As long as you ain't on that powder. I'm just, <laughs> just playing. All right, and then this was from my other friend. Um, She said, well, we talked on the phone, and then here's another one. She broke it down. She said, to find gratitude in even the smallest things. Who, isn't that the truth, y'all? And, and I know it may seem small, but sometimes I'm like, who, God? Thank you for letting me get to my car before this rain fell down. Or thank you for letting me get, in, you know, just, just the little things. Who, God, thank you for letting me be able to buy some groceries. You know, even though I'm complaining about the tab, I'm thankful for that. Um, number two, to take care of yourself because you can't fill others' cups if you're empty. Whoo! You can't fill others' cups if you empty. Like your car can't get to where it's going if it ain't got no gas. All right? Number three, a mustard seed of faith will pull you out of the darkest places. We all been now. I just came out the dark place. It feel nice up here. I'm up here stretching and stuff. Feel good. It feel good. A mustard seed of faith will pull you out of the darkest places. Our next one was, it's all about perspective. Example, how the world looked at 2020 versus what 2020 actual actually gave us, which is so important. You know, I talked about perspective for me as well. It is all about perspective. And even in that perspective, to get different perspectives and you have to realize in what you're going through, what is the real truth, not the story you're making up, but what is really happening. Number five, she put is sacrifice. Isn't a bad word. It's a part of life to sacrifice means that you're going to gain something even greater. 
you just sacrificing for this moment in time. It's just a moment of sacrifice. So sacrifice isn't a bad word. It's a part of life. Life is all about giving. We aren't meant to be selfish. Who I believe it. I believe it. They tell you to be selfish, but not, not a toxic selfish, right? A selfish to know when to put your boundaries in place. Um, my next friend, I love her. She, she, she just a light when she hit the room. Um, she seems shy, but when she opened up, it's all, it's all love and action and a good time. She said, I learn and I'm still learning to protect my energy. Everyone doesn't deserve all of me. And that's that's huge. I had to learn that. I ain't like learning that. I'm like, why would I hold back? But you have to see if they're deserving of that. You 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 have to deserve to get all of somebody. Her next one was, it's okay not to be liked by everyone. I think it bothered me for a second if people didn't like me because I'm such a people person. Whew. And that's a tough realization. I am so proud of these people. I'm so proud of my tribe. She said, lastly, I learned about the seasons of friendships. Times change, people change, and that's okay too. If y'all are real friends, it will come back around. That is a word. We do change. We do evolve. We do grow. And even in friendships, it takes communication. What else do I need from you now that we are older? You know, what else do we what else do we want? You know, what else, what do we want from each other? What do we require? And that's a hard one. Cause in my old mindset, I'm like, hell, let, just let them go. And, uh, this one I really enjoyed. She said, I'm a hustler. I survived off 1600 and then 500 unemployment checks majority of the year. She couldn't really find a job. And a lot of people didn't know it, but she was hustling. I mean, she was making it work, didn't skip a beat, okay? She was hustling out here in these streets. All right, the next one comes from another one of my close people. Close people. I want to tell y'all if they family or friends. But I would say I would be confidential. Um, She said, my biggest lesson for 2020 was learning to hold myself accountable. For anything happening pertaining my success, relationships in my life, etc. But mainly for where I am in life, my fear of change or failing has caused me to pass up so many opportunities that could have really went well. So learning and accepting that I am the only person that can determine my success in my life. God has already laid it out for me. I just have to be willing to take those chances to make things happen. I'm still here. You still here? Isn't that good? Accountability. We back at it. You are in control of what happens to your life. You never take the next step. God can't bless you to elevate you. Ooh, that was a good one. Next one I got. And some of these are from young people, younger people, people younger than me. And some people that are older than me, um, and these young folks got some sense, okay? They got some sense. Um, I've got three coming at you. The next one says, my biggest lessons, lesson was sometimes you're thrown off balance to see things more clearly and to, my, to remind you to refocus. 
you get too comfortable, you got to get pushed. You got to be off balance to see that something is wrong. The next one is it's okay to rest. Clap it up for that. It's okay to rest. People think, oh, if I sit down, if I lay down, it's going to be too much. It's going to be. No, it's okay to rest. I operate in the ministry of rest. Okay. I do. I do. I do. I do. If I don't get enough rest, I am not good for anybody. Actually, I can't even think well. I cannot think. Um, I cannot make decisions. It's almost worse than me being drunk. Um, the next one was nothing can stop whatever God has planned for you, but you, nothing can stop. Nothing can stop it. If it's meant for you, it will be okay. And then they said the next was they going to work on making choices this year. I told them to lay hands on them cause they need to do that. Um, my next one was my friend, Oh, she had a good, she had a challenging year, but she has bounced back and, and came back strong. She came back real strong. I'm proud of her. I'm proud of everybody who shared with me. Um, she said, major lesson I learned is make a plan, but be able to pivot. We all had major plans for the rest of, for the year that may or may not have come to pass. Thanks to the pandemic. Nonetheless, it turned out to be a solid year for those that were able to pivot and adjust accordingly. This year taught me to remain flexible. Whoo, it's all about that pivot. It reminds me of uh, basketball. You pivot. Once that foot down, you got to pivot to get around. So make a plan, but be able to pivot. Be flexible. Whoo, because if you don't want to be in, baby, you might break. Next one, my homeboy said, he says, he sent me this um, meme. And the the premise of it was to, It's a, he said, it's a really cold world. You got to surround yourself with love. He said, when it's popular to hate you, they will. When it's cool to love you, they will. When it's convenient to use you, they will. And he always talks about surrounding yourself around love. And I think that that is very important. And even if that means that you wipe the slate clean and you ain't, you don't have nobody for a moment, but to rebuild, you have to start a different foundation. You got to get a solid foundation and a foundation of love, baby. You can't be stopped because that's, that's how Jesus love us. Jesus, this foundation is love. Okay. So you have to surround yourself with love. Ooh, this was a good one from um, one of my older friends. She, she's been real good to me. Um, she said, being with self is a time of solitude. Evaluates you, elevates you to a greater spiritual level. Learning to love me and focusing on what's really important outside of work and peers. And she said, you know, I got an acronym for the word self. I said, well, let me have it. She said, self means S is for solitude, E for elevate, L for love, and F for focus. Isn't that something? Self. Being with self is a time of solitude, elevates you to a greater spiritual level, learning to love me and focusing on what's really important outside of work and peers. Self acronym means solitude, elevate, love, and focus. 
Ooh, that one just touched me. We're going to write that out on the uh, in the description, and we're going to give her street cred. Rip roll. All right. My next one. This this is my dude here. He's smart. He moves smart. It's nothing he can't do. Like, if it's a challenge, he going to get it. He's my superhero. Said, the biggest lesson I learned of 2020 is nothing is guaranteed. And that in order to be an effective leader, you have to be willing to sacrifice a lot of personal relationships. Whew. Don't take it personal. I'm just trying to elevate. I like that. That's that's my superhero. The next one I can, um, got from a friend, she um, went through a lot of changes this year, elevating from, you know, you know, just from being a being a different woman. She just had to elevate this year and and different challenges of changes. It wasn't, you know, transitioning from being single to being a wife. You know, things are different, you know. Um, she said, I think I learned to never underestimate your support, your support group. As a strong, headstrong woman, I just handle, I do, I do, I handle what I do to make sure it gets done. And this year put me in some foreign territories that forced me to tap in, tap into my faith, my support, and relearn myself in some, in some ways that made me feel uncomfortable. But venturing out of your comfort zone can bring so much healing and clarity. So basically be okay with not being okay. Don't let your pride be the cause of undue hurt. Mm. She said if that makes sense. Yeah, girl, it makes sense. Get out that comfort zone and go get your healing and clarity. Oh, this is from my sweet, sweet friend. She sent me such a cute birthday present this year, too. Um, She's always been sweet, never changed on me, always check on me. She said, one lesson that I've learned is to live and, and relish in the moment going forward. How I'll never take advantage of quality time and events with friends and family. I, will, I was just thinking not long ago how awesome it'll be if I could just travel back in time and experience some things twice. We never understand the importance of a moment until it's a memory that's cherished. I, I want to relive. Re, Relish, relish so much in those moments going forward as if it's my last. Just love on everyone and have such a good time that even years later, the memories will be so vivid as if just as if it, they just happened. Who that touched my soul? She said, we lost my mother-in-law in April. Well, we saw her twice prior to that. I've had time to reflect and I wish I had taken advantage of our last interactions and been more present if you know what I mean. So actually living in the moment is what this year has taught me for sure. Wasn't that good? Relish, relish, relish just jacked me up, y'all. I messed that up. So she want to live and relish in the moments. I thought it was so profound when she said, just love on everyone and have such a good time that even years later, the memories will be so vivid if as if they just happened. Oh, that was good to me and my soul. Um, This is my buddy. We went to college together and we was in the same marketing classes and we shared back and forth with each other on the Instagram. And he helped me in college sometimes to um, 
But he said, number one, the importance, he said, the biggest lessons I've learned this year are the importance of having multiple streams of income, whether the income is passive or not. Ooh, didn't that knock us all? Number two was taking life in stride and not becoming upset if your plans are seriously derailed. Delayed, not denied, baby. Anytime the plane be delayed, I say, at least we delayed, but not denied. We still going, we just don't know when. We all like to be in control. And he said, number three, being more appreciative for life in general. And he said, F, F COVID. Okay, F COVID. And I'm thankful that he said that because I feel the same way. And this is the last one. It came in. And I thought that it really needed to be said and heard because I had already closed out my podcast, but I was like, uh, uh-uh, I got to put this in there. Um, and here's another one. This one is good. Um, this friend has really been on a started her journey this year. And this is what she has found out so far. And it just makes me happy because she has been striving to do better. She said, my biggest lesson this year is loving and remembering myself first. First in all caps, you hear me? This year, I put more energy and time into me. And in doing so, I learned more about myself. I love myself more and I found peace. Everything I was looking for in other people, I found in myself. Or found that I don't even like certain things. I was just tolerating them. And remembering myself, I don't feel lonely or not enough. I feel complete and full of love. See how you could just be tolerating things. Just be tolerating things when you don't know yourself. Oh, I'm so glad my friend learned herself. Because when you're tolerating things, people take advantage. And you can't let people take advantage. But everything that you're looking for is already in you. Oh, I'm glad she's growing, y'all. My last one says, my friend said, man, was this year of lessons. One of the hardest was don't force it. I lost a friendship of 15 plus years and I kept clawing to make it work until it felt like a breakup and I was heartbroken, still am. But I had to step back and realize God removed it for a reason. And that goes across the board with relationships and other attachments. What is for me, and this is in caps coming up, what is for me is for me, period. And I have to remember that and walk in that. That is so true. People don't realize that friendship breakups is almost worse than uh, romantic breakups. It hurts because you still have an attachment to somebody. But as she said, if it's for you, it is for you, period. It doesn't matter because God doesn't make any mistakes. Sometimes he's clearing the way so that we can see. Sometimes he's just shoveling that snow out the way so we can walk on a nice, safe path. I don't know how snow works, but anyway, y'all get what I'm saying. I just thought that that needed to be said and it needed to be heard. Thank y'all so, so much for tuning in to Tell Em Tina Podcast. Tell somebody about this podcast. It has blessed me so many times already. I'm probably going to go back and listen to it. You know these notes are staying close to my heart. Um, I'm going to post these anonymously on Instagram so that y'all can read them as well because i chopped and screwed some of these words relish really killed me today pray for me on that one um but tell somebody share this with the co-worker share this with the friend just bless somebody with it because it sure blessed me and as always i enjoyed y'all let your light shine let your light shine so bright 
It looked like you got on them shades that that little emoji got on because you're so cool. Let your light shine. And um, I pray that something good happens to you and through you. And as always, I enjoyed y'all. I'm sure y'all are wondering where you can find Tell em Tina Podcasts. You can find me on Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast Hub, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and iTunes. Tell your mama, tell your friends, tell your cousin them, tell a co-worker, tell somebody you passing on the street, tell them to pull up on me. And you know, as always, I enjoyed y'all, and thank you for listening.